Welcome, welcome, uh, Bishop Noonan. Okay, and, uh, I'll sit I down. Have, I have the first word. Oh, you today, got the first word. And I hope also I'll have the last one, okay? So just keep, so just okay. keep that in mind, okay? Welcome, everybody. So it goes like this it's uh, birthdays, anniversaries, bar mitzvahs. They're all very special occasions. They're opportunities to celebrate, opportunities to remember the past, and also an opportunity to think a little bit, perhaps, about the future. With regard to the past, as Bishop Noonan mentioned already, uh, the birthday of this church, the beginning of this church was in 1947. Prior to that time, uh, St. Margaret Mary Church was really a mission of St. James, of the downtown church. So it was really in 1947 that it became an independent entity. And I don't know how many people remember it. I remember the, seeing the building. It was right over there in the corner, okay? And if you didn't get to see it, most of you didn't because you're a little younger. But um, if you look at today's bulletin or perhaps the website, you'll, you'll, see a, you'll see a picture of it. But back then, keep in mind, back then Mass was in Latin. Um, the priest pretty much did everything. So the priest was the one who was in charge, did all the work. The lay people, on the other hand, it was a question of what we call pay, pray, and obey. And so that situation, of course, went on for a number of years. Um, after a while, that, that small church became too small, and so a wing was added. So it became an L-shaped. You had, you had one wing going this way and the other going that way, and the, order, and the uh, altar in the middle. Then in the, 19, in the 1960s, population continued, continued to grow and develop. And the thing was Martin Marietta came in here and sort of brought, brought a lot of people. And as a result, the bottom line was, of course, that uh, the church over there was way, way too small. And in, in the uh, early 60s, the leadership of the parish began thinking about a new church. And this is the new church that emerged, that emerged from that reflection. And it was a very different church from, from the old one. Because, you know, think back to old churches. They're either usually rectangular or, on the other hand, they're cruciform. Whereas this church actually is more of a fan-shaped church. In fact, it was the first, it was the first of a new breed of churches in, in Florida. And since that time, there has been, has been many, many copycats. But the church was designed like this because of the changes that took place in the liturgy. It was no longer just the domain of the priest. Rather, it was the domain of, of everybody. And so for that reason, we became like a, a community gathered ar around the table of the Lord. So this uh, layout was in a sense most, most acceptable to sort of new way, a new way of worshiping together. Now, I came here in 1985. I came for 10 years and I'm still here. <laughs> that, that's because one bishop after another 
two or three bishops in a row fell asleep and didn't even know I was here, okay. <laughs> but when I came here in 1985, uh, I think a lot of the people who were here back then, I would regard them as sort of giants and we are sort of, we are standing on their shoulders. That is, they had, a, that they had embraced, they had embraced sort of the, the thinking of Vatican II uh, they had embraced the whole idea of the church as the people. It was no longer just the priest church or the bishop's church, rather the church was the domain of everybody. And consequently, consequently, there was a lot of involvement and a lot of participation. And certainly for me walking into this situation, in many ways it was truly a blessing because it was already functioning so very well. And then I came in, and from that time onwards, everything started to go downhill. And I'll leave it to him right now to sort out the mess, okay? Sure. You heard no, Father Walsh from his bad. mouth. Okay. It wasn't, it was the bishop's church. <laughs> then I give it to the pastor, and now he gives it back to me, you know? <laughs> But congratulations on this day. And Father Walsh has kind of shared with you for 37 years his life, his faith, his love. And before him became, you have a guy here, John, you want to stand up? The famous John Blood is here today. And you survived him for 13 years. <laughs> but, you know, today it's about remembering because some of you have been here all your life. Some of your families have been here for generations. And the scriptures, I think, today, the first reading especially, Song of Songs, you have been marked. There has been something impressed upon you in your life. In baptism, you were given the gift of faith. You were marked as being a child of God. And I look down and I see these bells, and I think of my life, and probably Father Walsh's and Father Blewett's. I grew up in Ireland, and close to where Father Blewett is from, unfortunately. <laughs> but I always remember you know, to reflect on my baptism. Of course, I was there, but I don't know what happened, but I know my parents had me baptized. But reflecting on my life and faith. I remember as a community, we would gather. You know, we lived on a farm. You couldn't do everything on your own. You depended on neighbors. When you went to church on Sunday, your neighbors were there and you talked about what you were going to do for the week. I remember especially in the summertime where you would go to church and we'll decide on what will we do for the week. And we divided our lives up by helping one another. On Monday, you would go to this farm, on Tuesday, this one, on Wednesday, this one, and you would help save hay. And in those days, we had some machinery, but not a whole lot. A lot of it was manual labor. And when I was a little child, they would make me stand on the little haycocks that I would have to stand to 
get the foundation of the hay. And then they would, all the farmers would keep piling up the hay and we'd make it into a little, little cock, haycock. And then we'd tie it down and we would go and then get another bunch and we'd make all these in the middle of the field all over the place. But at 12 o'clock during the day, the bells of the church would ring. Everybody would take a break. The men would take off their hats, kneel down for a minute and pray. After prayer, usually the ladies came and we had tea and sandwiches. And that went on for the day. And then again at 6 o'clock, the bells would ring again and we'd kneel and pray. And then we would have a meal to finish the day. And that was my recollection when I go back to my childhood of what it was to be a family. You are the family of Margaret Mary. You come to church on Sunday. You hear the bells. You pray. You also hear the word of God. Today we heard the word of God, that God has marked you. He has called you. Beautiful today when we dismissed the little kids and I said, let us pray. And I heard a little baby scream, yay. That's what it's about. We respond, let us pray, yay. Welcome the Lord into our lives once more, making time for us to listen to God. In our world today, we are so busy. Silence is something very difficult, but sometimes silence it's not just listening to God, but it's listening to ourselves. And if we listen to ourselves, we will probably sometimes find there's so much anxiety, there's so much comp going on that our hearts are like troubled. Yesterday I was talking to some of the um, representatives of Seminole County. And one of the representatives said, you know, my staff are feeling inundated and people are very upset with them when they call. And I told the people not to be angry at my staff, be angry at me. So we are in a sense in turmoil. But when we go into prayer, we are letting the Lord touch our hearts. Silence is hard because we think we have to do something. But in prayer, all we have to do is let go and let God in so that we can be at peace with ourselves. Pray that God give us that inner peace because it's only in peace that we can work together. As a child, I learned that. No matter what the difficulties were, no matter what the challenges were, when we came together as a family of faith, we worked together. So on this, your 75th anniversary, 
you have become a community of faith. Yes, we have challenges. Yes, we have difficulties. But let the peace of Christ enter your heart. Don't be afraid to pray in peace. Let peace of Christ come into you. You have done great things, and you still do to do great things. You're a living example to other parishes, what your mission appeal, what you do in Haiti and other areas. Think of the goodness of your families. Think of the blessings that God has given you. Let those be the motivation when you want to give thanks to the Lord. Because when you let the Lord bring you that peace, you focus on the blessings. You focus on the goods and the goodness and the love that God has given us. So may you, in a special way, on this your birthday of 75 years, remember that you are the people of God. God has blessed you, he has gifted you, and he is always with you. May the peace of Christ be always with you. Amen.